Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 I've got another Rewind episode for you. Now, this one is a bit personal. Uh, I wanted to share an experience or two that have popped up for me. And um, sometimes when I start to hear the same message or see the same pattern, it's indicating to me that there is a download that I have to share with you. So I've been getting these confirmations about some of the things I'm doing that correspond to practices in worlds that I'm not really well versed in. And I heard the same message from two different people in as many days. So I thought maybe that's a podcast. So the message was this, we're often affected by forces we're not even aware of. And the second message, which ties into the topic of this episode is how important it is to write things down. So first, I did this natal chart reading with a woman named Monique Moon Mama on Instagram. And it was kind of, you know, I signed up for this thing for fun. I didn't really know what it was going to lead to or what she was going to tell me. But essentially, she told me that my progressed moon is in Scorpio, which apparently is a season of extreme creativity. And this is a two and a half year season, and I'm about halfway through it. So I told her that right around the time when the season started, I visited my grandmother and that pivotal trip sparked a rebirth of Purposecaping, which is the new framework that I've been steadily developing over several months. Now, the podcast is out and I have been hemming and hawing about doing this podcast, but like in the last year, it finally kind of came to the forefront. And I can see exactly what she's talking about. I've truly been living in this season of creation, one that I honestly haven't seen the likes of in at least five years. So I feel like my last big um, game-changing idea was Package Your Genius and Purposecaping is um, on that level. Actually, it's even bigger in my opinion. So since I have another year or uh, or two, give or take, or another year and a half, a year and a few months, I think is what it is. I asked her what I could do to really call forth more things that I want to create. And she said, you need to deepen your spiritual practice and also write down what you want. Hence today's rewind episode. Now, the very next day, I was taking a class with Ashley Johns, who is a psycho spiritual coach and a Packager Genius Academy alum. She has a program called Finding Your Freedom. It's a group coaching program that I signed up for earlier in the year. It's really great. And during the group class, she was talking about um, some something astrological and how sometimes she sees people doing things that correspond with 
um, astrology and they don't even realize that they're doing it. So she said that an email I sent out to my list because she's on my marketing list, an email I sent out about setting your intention instead of creating a plan fell on the new moon. I think it was in Scorpio, which apparently is all about setting intentions. I had no idea, right? (laughs) But clearly she knew, but I didn't. And remember, Monique told me on Monday to write things down and deepen my spiritual practice and Ashley's class for that the very next day, which I had no idea what our topic was going to be for the night was on how to develop your spiritual practice. Coincidence? I think not. So it all, to me, goes back to clarifying in the beginning what you want and putting that out there while remaining unattached to how you will actually get whatever it is that you want. That's why I chose today's episode as a fitting rewind as we move into the end of year reflection, planning, envisioning season. So we've had so many curveballs thrown at us this year and next year will likely be pretty interesting too. But one thing is for certain, we still need to get clear on what it is that we want if we expect it to find its way to us. And, you know, I know for me in the day-to-day doing, it's easy to get caught up in doing, doing, doing that you forget to reorient yourself to what all the doing is in service of and what this is all for like where am I going with all of my doing how often do you allow yourself to really immerse yourself in your big dreams and your big goals and your big intentions the things that you see for yourself in your life I know for me I have to make myself stop and do it which is why the end of the year is typically really powerful for me in that sense because I get a chance to reflect and really recenter myself um, when it comes to what I want. So with all of that said, I would like to extend that invitation to you to immerse yourself in your intention for next year. If you know you need to get focused on what you want for your personal brand and your business and just your life, join me over four weeks in December for the Purposescaping Brand with Purpose Intensive. Now, we'll be getting clear on what we want to see show up in our lives, but divorcing ourselves from the GPS, from the step-by-step directions of how we're going to get there. Remember, the vision and the roadmap rarely pop up at the same time. But what I'm learning more and more, and I'm by no means an expert in intention setting, um, is that the more you can embody what it is that you want from the inside out, the more inevitable will be its return to you. So that's what December is all about. Embodying what we want for our lives, for our personal brands. What do we want to create? What do we want to promote? What do we want to earn in the next year? Seeing it is the first step to claiming it. And once we claim it, it's ours. So the application to express your interest in the Purposecaping Brand with Purpose Intensive is in the show notes. Enjoy this rewind. So yesterday I talked about the power of speaking your dreams into existence and how if you've verbalized your desires, your mind subconsciously sets you on a path to achieve the things you want to do even if you've lost your nerve or don't feel confident. Well, looking over my written goals for 2019 has given me a window 
into how powerful writing your goals down can be, even if you don't set out with an intentional plan. So it's one thing to speak the goals and tell a friend and verbalize them, but writing them down takes everything to the next level. I didn't even realize it before reviewing my goals, but I am on track to reach many of the goals I set out for 2019. And I set 10 very specific goals for the year, and I won't go through all of them, but four of the specific goals that I wrote down at the beginning of the year were number one, to double my revenue, got to get those coins, right? Number two, take four vacations, two domestic, two international. Number three, double my podcast downloads from last year. And number four, quadruple my book sales from the previous year. And so my book wasn't out all year. So I figured that would be a pretty easy goal to reach. And at the halfway mark of the year, I just happened to look at my full list of annual goals. And I realized I've already accomplished a few of them. But the most interesting thing was that I didn't reach the goals in the way I had originally planned to reach them. So for example, in terms of doubling my revenue, My husband took another job this year that increased our household income significantly. And that wasn't how I thought our household earnings would grow when I made out that list. Now, I'm also on track to double my annual revenue through the business, but I thought it was mainly going to be through my group programs. And instead, I've had a number of unexpected corporate invitations come up that have helped me to get on track to that doubling. So, two things, husband taking a new position, and then unexpected corporate engagements have both conspired to really uh, help us get to that to that goal. And then in terms of the vacations, I wanted to take two domestic and two international trips, some alone, some with the family. And for some of my goals, I see them through the lens of my household. So at this point, I've already taken two international trips and my husband went on a delegation to Mexico and then we traveled domestically with the boys for spring break. And we're planning another summer trip with them before school starts back. But two of the international trips came completely out of the blue. He was invited to be a part of the delegation maybe 10 days before the trip. And then the Italy trip, as I've mentioned before, happened because a friend was coming here for a conference and asked me on a whim if I just happened to be available. So while I set out the goal to travel, I didn't intentionally book any trips or buy any tickets or decide where exactly I was going to go. But the opportunity still came up, which I find fascinating. And I attribute that to the power of actually writing the goals down, not just speaking them, but writing them down. For my podcast goal, the goal was to double my downloads from last year. And originally I divided that annual number by 12. So my goal number, I divided it by 12 to get an idea of how many downloads I needed to get each month. And then I divided that number by four to see how many downloads I'd need to reach with each weekly episode. 
Now, around March, I realized that I was consistently falling short by a few thousand downloads each month. And my initial strategy was just to show up consistently every week, switch podcast hosting services, and get the podcast up on Spotify and Google Play. All of those strategies definitely helped. I'm actually not on Google Play yet. I ran into a little snag with that, but I'm on Spotify and I definitely like the hosting that I'm using now better than the previous one. But I hadn't quite hit the number I wanted. So I was thinking about stepping up the marketing, maybe doing some ads. And then by chance in May, I met Heather Chauvin, who has the Mom is in Control podcast. And I heard about her daily podcast challenge for the whole year and was really inspired to try podcasting every day for a month. Now, I had no thoughts, zero thoughts on how doing a daily podcast challenge would affect my download numbers. I honestly, and maybe even naively, didn't even consider what would happen. But to my surprise, doing the daily challenge has essentially caught me up, so to speak, in terms of where I should be at the halfway point of the year to reach that goal of doubling the download. So Prior to June, I was maybe, I would say, a quarter of the way there or even a third of the way there. So not quite at the 50% mark. Like, I'm not going to be on track to have um, doubled these podcast downloads by the end of the year. But... Uh, At this point, I've already hit last year's numbers six months in, so I am on track, but that's only because of the podcast challenge that only occurred to me at the end of May, right? So originally, I thought I would just be consistent, maybe do some ads, and that didn't get me to where I wanted to be. And then this random challenge idea that I was doing for fun helped me reach a goal that I set at the beginning of the year when I was almost holding that goal too tightly. For my goal of increasing book sales, I assumed I would initiate social media ads and begin driving traffic to the book that way. But I didn't anticipate or even think about bulk book orders from companies. So I had several bulk book orders come in from companies and organizations that I had no prior relationship with. And those bulk book orders actually have helped me get to that goal of quadrupling the book sales. So I'm on track with the book book sales too, but again, not in the way that I originally expected to be. I just assumed I would be selling individual copies on Amazon because people would find those copies through social media or through my ads, not through these bulk orders that have come in from companies. So I thought that was really interesting to note how all of these goals are in play, even though I actually couldn't see them happening, they were happening for me. And I really attribute that to writing the goals down. So Since it looks like what I'm doing is working, I do have four tips for you to use, and I'm going to actually continue to use them too as you set out to reach your goals. So number one, if you're not already doing this, write down your goals. I don't know what the science is behind it, but I can just tell you that it works. Even if you don't think through your plan to reach your goals, just write them down. Put them out there. And 
I think when you write them down, they become a part of your brain, like they're in your brain, even when you're not thinking about them intentionally. Number two, don't get discouraged if you haven't reached your goal on an incremental timeline. So like I had an annual goal, so I decided, well, what does the monthly goal look like? And what does the halfway point look like? So especially if your goal involves a quantity like my doubled revenue or doubled podcast downloads and four trips, um, you may only need one client to double your revenue, right? So instead of thinking, oh, I need 17 clients paying me $5,000 or whatever the number is to get you where you want to be, maybe it's one big client that pays you $150,000, right? Or you know, you could have one influencer share your podcast and allow you to meet your download goals in one week. You could take one month off and plan your four trips during that one month instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to plan one month per quarter to get my four trips in. So being rigid in your thinking and holding on too tightly to how the goal will be reached can actually make you blind to what's happening before your very eyes. So number two, don't get discouraged. Number three, be flexible. Be open to meeting your goal in a way you didn't expect. It won't always look like you imagine it, right? There are many streets that lead to the same place. And just because I'm not going to double my revenue through my group programs doesn't mean I'm not going to double my revenue at all. There are corporate sources that have shown up unexpectedly that have helped me get there. And I had no idea that any of those opportunities were on their way to me six months ago. So don't limit yourself with what you know to be true. Don't limit yourself with how you've always done things or how you've always found success. We don't know everything. There are other forces that are conspiring against us or conspiring for us. People are watching us that we aren't even aware of. People are interested in working with us. People may have heard our podcast or seen us speak and be looking for a way to connect with us. And so you just have no idea where that next opportunity will come from or that next pathway for you to reach your goal will come from. So be flexible and don't hold on to the process too tightly and let it be easy. Let it flow. See if there is another way that is open to you to reach the goal that you have not considered. And last but not least, and this is something I'm going to start doing more or try to do a better job of, I want you to review the goals periodically. So stay acquainted with them. Once you write them down, bring your intentional brain to those goals. So my next level is going to be envisioning myself reaching my goals every single day. So that I can get them out of that subconscious part of my brain and into the forefront. So my hope is that it'll make me more prone to see opportunities that could open up the pathway for me to reach those goals if I'm being more intentional about thinking about the goals every single day. So those are the four four tips for goals. Write them down. Number one. Don't get discouraged if you haven't reached your goal on a specific timeline, because again, you don't know um, what could happen one day, one connection, one conversation, one client could help you do in one day or one week what you thought was going to take all year. Number three, be flexible. Um, We don't always know how things are playing out for us or 
or all of the different ways we could achieve the success we're looking for. So just be flexible in how the success comes to you. And last but not least, review your goals periodically. Um, I think daily is good. Weekly is good too. But I'm going to be thinking about my goals every day and make this maybe a part of either my morning routine or my evening routine or both just to keep them at the forefront of my brain. So I would love to hear how you're doing with your goals for the year. Are you on track to reach them? Do you need to play around with a new strategy if you're not on track? Did you have any goals for the year? Uh, I'd be curious to know how the year is shaping up for you. So feel free to drop me a note on social media or in the comments to the podcast. And thanks for listening to another episode. I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.